Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening. And welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us. As I always say, regardless of everything that's going on around us today. And as I always say, we all know there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. So I'm excited about what God is doing for us today in the midst of all the stuff that's transpiring today in the world. So I'm just excited about that. Well, it's another day's journey that God has brought us. I know we're still struggling with the lighting. We should be changing that in our upcoming week. Lord willing, we should have this lighting a little better, everything a little bit better as we straighten stuff out because we have a terrible problem with the lighting. It keeps going in and out. Anyway. <clears throat> Bow your heads with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those that are watching the television broadcast right now. I ask you to touch every liberal soul and meet every need in their lives today, oh God. I ask that you save, deliver, and make free. Meet the needs of the people live. Open the understanding of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, it's a great thing to know God. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles uh, with me today. Uh, we're going to close out the message today on Never Alone, part three. Never Alone, on the Never Alone series that we've been doing the last few weeks. And today I want to close out the Never Alone series today. Amen. Amen, amen. And I keep hearing that song. I'm excited. A song that the Lord gave me a, a little while back. I just wanted to sing a few moments of it. It goes like this. It goes, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing for me. All right. Here we go. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. One more time. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? What the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Now listen. When I sing that song, it's not just for me. It's for you, too, what the Lord is doing. He's doing exciting things. He's doing great things, and he's doing great things for you as well. So that's why I say, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Come on, come on, come on. Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited what the Lord is doing? Amen. Get your Bible. 
And let's go to, back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. And the scripture says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. And I will help, I will make him, I will make him, I, I help me for him. Let me read it one more time. And the Lord God said, it is not good for man that he should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. God wanted to make a help meet for Adam. As an example of what God wanted to do for all of us. God wanted to make man someone to help him that he would never be alone. Even though God was walking with Adam or hanging out with Adam, but God knew that that man still needed somebody to keep him emotional or physical comfort. God knew he couldn't uh, uh, stay with Adam nonstop because Adam wouldn't be able to contain his presence nonstop. But he will be able to contain a human presence nonstop. So God desired man never, ever, ever, ever to be alone. He didn't make us to be alone. Some people like being alone, but they're not. Somebody, I've been saying, you could be by yourself, but never alone. So God don't want nobody to be alone. But they could be by themselves because Adam started by himself. And then God seen that he needed someone to comfort him on the humanistic side. It had to be on the human side. And today, when you look at the word of God, it applies to our lives today that God wants someone to comfort us at all times. God wants to comfort us, so he sent someone to comfort us. This is another reason why Christ came on the scene to comfort us. That he will never leave us nor forsake us in the time of death of loved ones and discouragement. The Lord would pick us up. He would encourage our hearts to walk with God. So God never really ever wanted man to be by himself. Nor alone. But man sometimes don't want to deal with nobody. So he... <coughs> So he or she rather lives alone. However, if they know God, they will never be alone whether they live by themselves or not. They will always have God there with them as long as they walk before God in the land of the living. He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Oh, well, I mean, you could forsake him. That's the thing about walking with God. It's choice. It's a choice that we make. It is a choice that we consistently make. Whether we truly want to serve God in righteousness, it's on us. And people go to work every day with choices to do what's right and choices to do what's wrong. It's a choice that we make. It's the choice that we make. 
And what reflects on our lives later, the choices, it's really serious. The choices you make today may not affect you today, but they may affect you down the road. It may, you may cause you, the decisions you make today may cause you to lose your husband or your wife. Down the road, you may go on to commit adultery or whatever you're doing. Mismanage your money, whatever you're doing. But what happened down the road is going to show up. And when it does, you're going to be sorry. God never wanted us to be alone, but sometimes you're going to wind up by yourself because you didn't do what you were supposed to do when you had the opportunity to. That's, that's, that's just something to think about, about never being alone. Because God said, and he told his son to tell us that he would never leave us nor forsake us, that he would be with us to the end of the age. But it's a choice. If you want God to be a part of your action plan and your daily living. That's why I tell people, take God to work and let your job be ministry. Not just a job. Take God with you. Include him in your daily activity. Include him in your breathing, in your living, in your sleeping, in your talking, in your eating. Include God. Never alone. Let's move on. Let's go to John chapter 7. Let's go to John chapter 7 real quick. And verse 14. Look at that verse. Now listen to this. And now in the now about and now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. I'll read it again. And now, and now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. That's verse 14, verse 15. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man the letters having never learned? I read it again. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man the letters have never learned? First of all, Jesus is the son of God. He is the written word of God. And they didn't know. They didn't know that Jesus was the word. And that that's the living word. He was the living word. And they had no clue. They asked how in it this man know the letters. And he'd never been learned. They didn't know he was learned because he was the word. <laughs> the Bible said in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. Amen. It was already there. It was already in the beginning, but these Jewish leaders did not know. That, 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 that's funny. The Bible said he sent the word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction, but the Jews still didn't catch on. We're talking about religious leaders just like today. 
they don't hear God, they don't see God, and they'll question when somebody come and tell them they need to get right. Well, you know, you haven't been taught the way we've been taught, and you don't have a, you don't have a doctrinal degree. I don't care about your doctrinal degree. That's what Jesus was trying to get them to understand. The Bible makes something very plain that most of us misunderstand. Thank you, Lord. Two things. Study to show yourself approved. A workman needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the words of truth. And the next scripture is. Be doers of the word. Not hearers only. He said to study on one hand. And on the other hand he said. What? He simply said be doers. Be a doer of the word. Stop just reading the Bible and obey. And these Jewish rulers had no clue. Look at this verse. Look at this verse. Verse 15. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man the letters, having never learned, that he didn't go to their school? <laughs> he went to his father's school. They went to man's school. Oh, y'all got to understand this. Jesus was schooled by his father. You don't believe me? That's why I try to get people to do Bible study. When I have Bible study, you understand. Listen to this. Most people miss, 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 miss this big time. Do you know that Jesus said, I only do and say what I heard and seen my father do? Jesus didn't come here talking about himself. He said, Lord, I come in the volume of the book. It's written to me. It's already there. My father already planted it. I've been there from the beginning. I don't got to come talking about myself. It's already written. The Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. But we got to understand we will never be alone if we allow God to become part of our lives. You'll never be alone. And Jesus was trying to get the Jews to see that, but it was just it was just going over their head. It was too heavy because it was simple. Don't believe me? Jesus said, "You must be born again." Nicodemus, a ruler of the people, say, "How in the world are we going to be born again? Are we going to think our mother's womb a second time?" And Jesus looking at him like a nut. You mean you don't understand? Are you a ruler? You a teacher of the people? And you don't know, you don't know this? You don't know something so simple? No, I don't know. Y'all remember? But I don't know. Some of y'all should remember this. Do y'all remember Sesame Street? And y'all we out there remember Sesame Street? I don't know if it was in all the countries, but here in America. We had a TV show when I was a kid called Sesame Street. I think they still have Sesame Street. And they used to sing a song. Da, 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 I remember it. And here's how it goes. Tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. They are singing. Tell me how to get. How to get to Sesame Street. Now, that's what the Jewish rulers were doing. They didn't know. 
that they had the living God found right in their presence. Then they got the nerve to tell them, you need to go to Sesame Street. You need to go to Sesame Street and learn, dude. And he tell them, I am Sesame Street. I don't got to go nowhere. I am where you're trying to get. God said, I am that I am. I'm constantly telling some people about something about God. Do you know what? The Bible says that we were made in God's I mean, image, right? All right. And in his likeness, right? But check, check this out about God. God is not like God. You say, wait a minute. You just said we made in God's image and likeness. Yes. We're made in his likeness. But we're not God. He's not like us. Want me to prove it? The Bible said, I am the Lord thy God that changeth not. Hello? The word of God said, I am the Lord thy God that changeth not. We change like the weather. We get upset when people fall out with people. We don't want to talk to people. We hate people. I'm going to this stuff. But not God. He's righteous. You want to know something else? You don't believe me that? I'll, I'll go take it a step further. Did you not know God said, I am not a man that I should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent? Did you hear that? If God said it, he'd do it. If he spoke of the bread, the past, man can't always promise that. Your bishop, your apostle, your priest, or whatever you call it, your rabbi, whatever you call it, they can't promise you that all the time because they can't do it. They can't do it. But God, he's a keeper of his word. He's a keeper of his power. He's a keeper of his love towards mankind. He don't change. That's God. That's why you will never be alone when you allow God to come part of your life. I keep telling y'all take God to church with you. I keep telling y'all to take God to church with you. What are you talking about? Take God to church with you. See, y'all guys go to churches. Y'all just go to go. Y'all happy the pandemic outbreak is over. So y'all going back to church with your fly sauces, hats on, lady. Dude, y'all going back dressed super duper duper good. Putting on that nice perfume and cologne so y'all girls and guys smelling good. And then y'all gonna be waving your $50 bill in the air so everybody know you got 50 or 100 to put in the offering. You're gonna go to all those concerts. And still alone without God. Still alone and you're around thousands of people. You go to work, you drive on the highway, you take trains, you take buses around people and don't have God with you. You're still alone without That's one of the biggest things. One of the biggest problems we have today is uh, uh, people uh, just go to church religiously. Israel cried unto God when they were in Egypt to deliver them. So we sent a delivery to Moses. They told Moses off to kill Moses. They don't want to listen to Moses. And then they had the nerve to tell God, I want to go back to Egypt. That's us. 
We are more concerned. We are used to what we, let me tell you something about it. We get so comfortable in the situation we're in, we never come out. The Bible said, I just see the light walk therein. But we don't want to do that. We're comfortable going through what we're going through because we've been going through it so long. So it's easier to deal with it every day. It's easier to deal with it. Because we've been dealing with it so long. So like going for deliverance or change is something we don't want. Because change becomes difficult because it means you got to stop what you're doing and do something else. Never alone. Allowing God to be with you all the time. Allowing God to truly walk with you all the time. But it requires change. Y'all ain't hearing me today. It requires you to change the route you're taking. Many marriages fail because they don't change the route they're taking. Many jobs are lost because you don't change them. They're going to say they're going to fire you. They write you up. They write you up on a job. Or you get reprimanded. And it don't seek in your brain and your heart that you're going to get fired. You'll be good for a couple of days and go right back to your mess. And then you get fired. And then some of y'all can't find a job for a long time. I'm telling you facts. You will never, ever be alone when you let God direct your path and you let God lead your life. Somebody said, well, I serve the devil. He never leaves me. That's a lie. He's too busy trying to snatch somebody else, though. So he's going to leave you. He's going to send one of them to have you act a fool. But he himself going to leave you. Let's move on. Let's go to John 8, 29. Look at that scripture, John 8, 29. Listen to this. Listen to what the Lord said. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. Let's read it again. <clears throat> and he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I always do th those things that what? Please him. Ah. Oh. I just told y'all, you got to allow God to walk with you. You have to do things that pleases God. Oh, you ain't hearing me today. You have to do things that please God the way the Lord Jesus did. That was one of the key things. I wouldn't say a secret. That was one of the key things about the Lord. He only did with his father him to do and he knew what pleased his father now we learn what pleases God through his word when we seek God and get a hold of God we go in his word and we find out what pleases God and what displeases him 
When you get in that battle, you will find out what pleases God and what displeases. You're going to find out what God loves and you're going to find out what God hates. You're going to find out what he likes. This life, and you're going to find out what he loves. He loved them that love him. Jesus did that what pleased his father. You cannot please the father if you don't know what his works at. All right. Let's bring it into 2022. You get a job. You just got this job. You got to learn to do the job so you can please your boss. So when race time comes, they can see that you've been doing your job. You please them. They're not giving you no raise if you don't please them. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. It's the same, same thing. You will be alone. At race time, if you don't do your job and please your bosses with the job you're doing, you're going to be alone at race time. Everybody's going to be getting their raises. You ain't getting them. They might even suspend the fire behind when review time comes. A lot of marriages fall apart. Hear me. The Bible is for today. This verse is for today. Many marriages fall apart for this very same reason. They don't please their spouse. Whether sexually, financially, or, or physically, or, or providing. You got to please the person if you want the person to be with you. It's just, it's just the truth. Pleasing a person. We please God. Listen to this. We please God through his word. Because we have his written word. With humans. We don't have a book. We have to learn how to please people. It's a learning process. To learn how to please your husband or your wife. I'm telling you. Some folks are so stupid. I'm going to tell you he call you stupid. Some folks are so stupid. They shot and then get married. And then they find out after they get married a lot, a lot of times that the person is different than when they were shocking. I've seen it happen many times. They say, I don't understand. We lived together two or three years. But now that we got married, he's changed. Let me tell you why. Because you went into a covenant. You ain't had no covenant. You had no covenant. There was no requirement. So they did things out and out to keep you happy. But when you say marriage, you get married. And the person only married you. Ah, you got you got to know this thing. You will wind up alone. Because you can no longer please that person. And they no longer please you because now they're under a covenant. Now they're stuck. Especially for the person that don't believe in divorce and remarriage. They really stop. You got to understand the word of God don't change. It will never change. The Bible said heaven and earth shall pass away, 
by my word. Oh, my God. It'll never change. Bow your head. Let me pray for the television broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every liberal soul watching this television broadcast right now. Meet the needs of their life. Break the yokes in their life. Save, deliver, and make free. Get them to understand that they're never alone with you. Oh, God, that they'll always be with you. Oh, God, that you will always be with them and never leave them alone. In Jesus' name, amen. But listen to this. No one has to be alone. You could be by yourself, as I always say, but never alone. Jesus was never alone, even though the disciples walked out on him. Oh, yes, they did. When they were coming to take him, they were gone. <laughs> when it was time for the battle, they were gone. They didn't want to stick around. They were gone. Peter denied him three times. Yeah, and it's a very man. I never deny you, Christ. I heard a brother one time tell my uh, tell uh, 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 our, our pastor, "I'll never leave you. I'll die for you." I told my wife, "Yeah, that man lying." Watch the Bible, so you got to watch those people. And when the chips fell, when things went wrong with the ministry, that individual was the first person gone. <laughs> watch those people that go back and say. I'll be the first one to renege on you and leave you hanging. They might even turn you in. I'm telling you, people are funny. Let's move on. Let's go to Numbers chapter 11 and verse 14. Numbers chapter 11, verse 14. I always use the King James Version Bible. Numbers 11, chapter, uh, Numbers chapter 11, verse 14, and it says as follows. Listen to this. I am not able to bear all this people alone because it is too heavy for me. I'm going to read it again. I am not able to bear all this people alone. Because it's too heavy for me. That sounds familiar. I can't bear all these trials all alone. I can't bear all these bills all alone. I can't bear all these children all alone. I can't bear all these things all alone. We just going through our motions. I can't, I can't, I can't, God. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. That's us. Moses was complaining to God, I can't bear all these people. You got me in the people. How am I going to do this? God, I got so many ministry bills, I don't know what to do. God, I got so many bills, my car don't follow behind. My mortgage is falling behind. The job won't give me a raise. I don't know what to do. It's so much to bear. There's nowhere in the world of God, nowhere in the word of God, God has ever said, I'm going to give you more than you can bear. There's nowhere, Old Testament and New Testament, where God said, I'm going to make sure I'll give you more than you can bear. Amen. He said, Lord, I'm with you always, even until the end of the age. 
You ain't got no business bearing it all by yourself. That's a good one, right? God never told Moses to do everything by himself in the first place. God gave him help from day one. God, I didn't tell my look, you got all right, get captains and stuff. Because you know, you, you did just something simple. You could have just appointed people. You could have already appointed people over a hundred, over a thousand, or whatever. You could have already done that. Why are you complaining to me? And you come, you, I'm talking to you watching this broadcast and listening to this podcast. You, you were complaining or complaining to God about their bills and stuff. Turn your bills over to God and ask him to help you. Stop trying to bear it yourself. I only got a daughter. I'm all by myself. I got to do all this stuff. My father won't help me. The father will help me with my son. And blah, 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 blah. Turn it over to God. He is the maker. He's your maker. The country is so mean to me. The country I live in is so evil. They hate Christians. Who cares? They don't have to love you. The Bible says when you serve God, the world is going to reach you anyway. That's why you have God. We fail, all of us fail, because we do not look to God to make ways out of no way. I'm talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about me. I have to check myself. Do you hear me? I got to check myself. Listen to this. <clears throat> Adam. I had a $5,500 bill to pay. The Lord made a way. The way the Lord made the way, he had been made the way. But we, we hold back. That's why we, we that's why it costs us more. The Bible says, no good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. You walk uprightly before God, you'll never be alone. <clears throat> never, never. You're never going to be alone. You walk uprightly before God. You're going to never be alone. I'm telling you. Even until the end of the age, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. <clears throat> Judas forsake the Lord. Look at that verse one more time. I am not able to bear this people alone. Because it's too heavy for me. You got to be careful. You got to be careful that you're not picking up burdens you're not supposed to pick up. <clears throat> you got to make sure you're not picking up burdens and carrying burdens you have no business carrying. The Bible said, bear ye one another's burdens, but it doesn't tell you to carry everybody's burden. We're supposed to take our burdens to the Lord and drop them off and go about our business. But no, we go take our burdens and prayer to the Lord. We tell the Lord about it. We tell the Lord about it. Hear what I'm saying? We tell the Lord about the problem that we deal with. And we take it up and walk out the doorway. We didn't give it to him. We never said, I'm turning this over to you, Lord God. 
Oh, no, God, I'm turning you. Father, I'm turning this problem over to you. I don't want it. But no, we'll tell the Lord about it. We'll tell Father about the problem. And we'll take that, they pick up that problem, just like I just picked up this Bible. And we'll carry it right back out the door. And we'll sing that song. Uh, in the armory of the Lord, I'm a soldier. In the armory of the Lord, I'm a soldier. And we sing in the song, we're a soldier. <clears throat> and they'll say, we're going we're gonna to be in the armory until we die. And we carry in, we still carrying the burden. And the Lord is trying to say, will somebody please tell them to drop that burden on me? So they can run right. Moses did not realize he was not alone. There was people to help him. God has someone to help you. Ask God to send help from the sanctuary. Ask God to send help from heaven. And he will. He will send you the help that you need. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalm chapter 55. In verse 22. Listen to this. Listen to this. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never leave. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. I'll read it again. <clears throat> Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden upon the Lord and leave them there. Leave your burdens with the Lord and let him take care of them. Stop trying to do God's job. Stop trying to do the Lord Jesus Christ's job. Stop, 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 stop. Stop trying to do the Lord's job. Stop trying to do God the Father's job. Amen. Do your job and take your burdens to them and leave them right there. Don't pick them back up. Don't pick those things back up. Leave them there and go about your business. Look at the rest of that verse. The rest of the verse says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. The rest of the verse says, and he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But we do not leave the burden in God's hand. We pick that baby up and carry it with us. The funny thing about us, I knew he had time. Most people make vows, declarations that they will never, ever keep. They're just like burdens. They keep add on every year. They keep adding on. And they carry all these lies that they said. Oh, it becomes so heavy. Oh, this new year, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Oh, I'm going to treat people better this year. Oh, I'm going to make more money this year. Oh, 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 oh. Yab, 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 blah, 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 blah. Every year. I remember about 20 years ago, 
I was one of those people constantly making New Year's resolution. And one day it stormed on me. I don't forgot what the New Year's resolution I made before was. I stopped making New Year's resolutions and just do what I got to do. Make a goal, a plan, or something, but I don't make, I do not make New Year's resolutions. Because you start lying to yourself and then you believe the lie, they're never doing them. And then you forget because you done said so many. But the Lord said that he would never suffer the righteous to be moved, but you got to do what you're supposed to do. You got to do what you're supposed to do if you don't want to be that person. That's move. I'm serious. These messages ain't make you feel good. They're just telling you the truth. The truth is something that don't make you feel good. The truth is just the truth. It's stinky winky sometimes. The truth is stinky winky sometimes. Stinky winky. Many that don't make you feel good. You get upset about the truth. When I first started reading the Bible, I got upset because I found myself in the Word. I was doing things I had no business doing. I was running around calling myself saved. The more I read the Bible, the more I had to repent. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, search the scriptures. For any we think we have eternal life. Many people testify to this. So read that Bible, they say, oh. I didn't know God don't like lying. I be lying all the time. I got to get to live that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you can't find yourself in the word of God, ah, uh, I think you're already lost. They got self, talks about self-righteous people, too. It talks about Ten Commandments, keep the stew. And the most stew won't serve God. They just keep the Ten Commandments. The Bible said, the Lord said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? He said, come out from amongst them and be ye separate and say, God, and I will receive you. Notice he said, come out so he can receive you so you can never be alone. God don't want you alone, beloved. God doesn't want you alone. God doesn't want you alone. Cast your burdens upon the Lord. Let him sustain you through your trials and your tribulations. Let God sustain you and bring you through them. We know, we know, we know, we never get delivered from some things because we will not let go. I'm telling you. I was telling my sister about someone I knew that um, I was in the car with her and she overheard the gas station attention tend to curse me out. I didn't hear her. I had already got a car. The gas station attendant cursed me out. I guess the Lord closed my ears so I couldn't hear him. I hear nothing. I just got in the car and get ready to pull up after the gas car. I don't even know what his problem So she got in the car. And she said, Pastor, well, oh my goodness, the gas station cursed you out. You know what she said after that? You want me to tell you what he said? I said, no. Oh, she said, oh, oh, I want to tell you because I like the curse. <sighs> I looked at her dumbfounded. She said, I like the curse. Oh, yes, I like the curse. Love it. You love that. 
I said, no, you should be striving and ask God to deliver you. No, 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 no. I like to curse. This woman had an unclean spirit in her that was ruling her. That's a curse and unclean spirit. That's an unclean spirit. She wanted to tell me every foul word that man said. I said, you're not telling me that in the car. I don't want to hear it. Because you like the curse. I cut her off after that. That's right. I swear I cut her off. I'm not tolerating that man. I'm not tolerating that. You don't have to tolerate the devil's works. You can tolerate it if you choose to. I am not tolerating this mess. And he constantly doing that. That's why the scripture said, come out from a... You know why some of y'all can't receive your deliverance? Because you won't come out from amongst those people. You know they ain't living right. You know they're not doing right. But you won't come out from amongst them. You won't separate yourself. You won't get a God word to let you see what you need to do. Or you're going to stay in your mess. And you'll still call, oh, God, deliver me. Oh, God, deliver me. I've seen this happen many times. I've seen people get upset when God brings deliverance. <laughs> That's us. Think of this. Never alone. Never alone means never alone. But you can be by yourself and never alone. Let's move on. Let's go to Hebrews 13 and 5. Hebrews 13 and 5. And it reads as follows. King James Version. Let your conversation be without conventionalness. And, let, and, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'm going to read it again. Let your conversation be without conventional and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Let your conversation be without conventionalness. Don't come let other people stop. Stop saying you want something because somebody else has it. Your conversation is in heaven first of all. Everything you say is being recorded. Every idle word that come out your mouth is being recorded. Be it known that God don't change, he's still holy. He said, be holy for I am holy. Peace follow all men of holiness without no man to see the Lord. It said, let your conversation be without conventionalness and be content. That's one of our biggest problems. You don't know how to be content. You keep saying, I want, I want, I want. Give me, give me, give me my name and give me. Give me, 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 give me. You talk about gold. They talk about gold diggers today. Well, some of y'all are spiritual gold diggers. Y'all just want God to give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and never content with nothing. You're never content with nothing God does for you. But all you ever do is say, give me. The only word 
The only word you know is gimme, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. And you don't know how to be content. A person can live alone and be content. Excuse me. A person can live by themselves and be content with God and never alone. I'll say it again. A person can live alone about in an apartment by themselves and be content with that which they have and never ever be alone. Then you got a person that live with people that have a husband and wife and children and family and always alone and never content. Never content that they got a husband. Never content that they got children. Never content that they got family because some people don't have that. But they never content. I wish my sons were like so-and-so. I wish my daughter was like so-and-so. I wish this and I wish that and I wish that. But you don't know what those people are really like behind closed doors when you're not around. Stop wishing your children were like other people. Stop trying to be like other people and be yourself. You will never be content and you will always be alone until you will learn how to be content and allow God to direct your path. Not only just for everybody. Some people regret this day that they got married because they married the wrong person. And the person they married upset with them for marrying them. People get married so many reasons a day. There's a zillion reasons. There's no one reason. Some young women get married to get out of their mother's house. Some men marry girls to have sex with them. That's it. That's all kind of, oh, it's all, that's a long list. Some people get married because they want trophy wives or trophy husbands, all kind of dumb stuff. Maybe if you married for the right reason. So look at that verse one more time. Let the conversation be, let your conversation be without conventions and be content with such things as you have. For he said, I'll never leave you, no forsake thee. That's what God is trying to get the people of God to see that he will never leave you nor forsake you, but you got to do your part. He can't be with you in your bed. God isn't going to the casino with you. God isn't going to the whorehouse with you. God isn't going to the bar with you to buy some. Oh, come on, people. Well, I only pickpocket people once in a while. You need to get delivered from that, that pickpocket spirit. You'll never, ever feel the fullness of never being alone until you allow God to get in your life and lead you. You'll never feel that. You'll never feel that completeness, that strength in God until you allow him to lead your life. Let's move on. Let's go to John 12 and uh, 24. John 12 and 24. And it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corner we fall into the ground and die, and it abideth alone, it abideth alone, 
But if it die, it bring forth much fruit. Listen to this. Listen to this one more time. Billy, very I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Most people will never understand what that scripture is saying. But I tell you. Until you die, you'll always be alone. Until you die to your flesh, you're always going to be alone. You're always going to have that longing. When you give your life to Christ Jesus and allow him to begin to live through you and guide your steps, you will bring forth fruit and you will never be alone. A musket seed. A musket seed is a tiny, itty, itty, bitty seed. It's worthless. Garbage. Until it's thrown in the ground. Once it's grown in the ground, it becomes a mighty tree. The musket seed becomes a mighty tree. That's the type of faith you have to have in God. A grain. A little tiny grain. Just one grain. You don't have to have a bag of faith. You have to have a grain. And the Bible said, God has given every man a measure of faith. You just haven't activated. Never alone. Until you die to your flesh and allow Christ to take over your life, you're always going to be alone. I want you... <laughs> Once you allow God to get in your life, I'm not talking about going to church religiously. Once you let God get in your life, you won't be alone. When I travel, I travel by myself. A lot of times. My wife don't go on every trip I go on. She needs a break from me. Sometimes she needs a break from me. <laughs> I need to break them up. But I'm never alone. Whether I take a plane or whether I take a train or I'm driving a car by myself, I'm never alone. I got God. He promised. Never. I've been in situations. Oh, my Lord. I've been in situations where I know God was with me. It is only God that brought me home. I ain't telling you something. I'm not making nothing up. I'm not dreaming nothing up. I've been through situations when it's only God that saw me through. Never, ever alone. Walking with God can be that way. See, you can't base your salvation on your emotions. That's what most people are up to. They get so emotional, all oh, falling all over. Well, I don't feel like I'm saved right now. I feel dirty. Salvation isn't a feeling. There's nowhere in the Bible that says it's a feeling. You're confusing the Holy Ghost moving upon you and you being saved, being saved and accepting Christ as your personal Savior, allowing the Holy Ghost to dwell in you. And sometimes he'll move you and compel you. That's different. You have to really read the word of God. But your salvation is not based on how you feel. 
Your salvation is one based off what you think. It's based off what you do according to the word of God. That's salvation. Let's look at that verse one more time. <clears throat> verily, verily, this is Jesus talking. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, bring it for a must fruit. Hey, it's just the truth. Until Christ come into your life, you die to this flesh. You die to the lust of the world. You ain't bringing forth dirt. Nothing is going to happen. I don't want to be like that. I want to bring forth much fruit. I want to be a living epistle where people see me and they want to know God. Let's move on. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 32 real quick. <clears throat> Deuteronomy <clears throat> chapter 32, verse 12. Listen to this. So the Lord, Deuteronomy 32 and 12 says, So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Look at the verse one more time. So the Lord did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. That's something to think about. God will allow you to be led by him. He will direct your, he will direct your, your steps. <clears throat> God walked with Moses. God walked with Jacob. Look at what that scripture said one more time. So the Lord did, the Lord alone did what? Lead him. Never alone. The Lord by himself led him. Who's leading you? Who's directing your steps? The Bible said a good man steps are ordered by the Lord. Who's guiding your steps each day? Who's leading you? Who's directing you? Who's helping you? That's something to think about. You got to have the Lord guide you. You got to have the Lord guide you each day. You got to have the Lord direct you each day. That you're never alone. That's why you got to have God included. God is not included. You can forget it. You're wasting your time and your energy. Never alone means just that. Never alone. You can be by yourself and never ever alone. You could go to bed by yourself. I remember I told a story a million times. But when I was first got saved, I was the biggest chicken in town. <clears throat> it couldn't have been nobody. I think I even doubted more than Thomas. And one day, I always tell the story. I was staying in my grandmother's house. And the room door that I stayed in, that had no hinges, it was broken, and I wanted to fix it. I just, just put the door out. So one day, one night, I came home. I got not too long been saved. And one day I came home, 
and somebody was banging on the door. There was nobody in the house upstairs. Nobody. <clears throat> and now I was banging on the door. And I got scared. I said, Devil, leave me alone. I'm not bothering nobody. I don't bother you. <sighs> Next thing I know, the door came flying down. I jumped up and jumped out of the window. Yes, we had like, uh, uh, in the city, you have like the uh, upstairs level, and then you have like a mini roof, and then you can jump down. So I jumped on the mini roof and then jumped out on the ground, and I was locked out of the house. And I came to my senses. The devil made a fool of me. I thought I was alone, and I wasn't, and God was with me. I also <clears throat> could not sleep without the light on. Once God delivered me, I turned on the lights down. I don't like sleeping with light on. Because I'm never alone. <clears throat> I know God is there. I don't care what nobody says. I know God is there. I have confidence in God. That's the best part about it. I have confidence in God. Let's move on. Let's go to John chapter 11. We're just about finished. John chapter 11. And verse 26. Look at what the verse says. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? I'll read it again. <clears throat> and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? You'll never die. You'll never be alone. You'll live forever if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll never die. Do you believe this? I'll read it one more time. <clears throat> and whosoever liveth and believeth in me, they'll never die. Believeth thou this? Do you believe that? Do you believe? If you trust in the Lord, and accept him as your personal savior, you'll never die. You'll live eternally. You'll never be alone. Being alone is interesting. But it don't have to happen. Hey, with the devil, you'll be alone and burn throughout eternity. Not game, not miss, nothing not. That's reality. If there's anybody here today that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you're tired of being alone, you're with a lot of people. Today is the day for you to give your life to the Lord and let the Lord really work in your behalf. You'll never be alone. Bow your head with me for a moment and let's pray that you'll never be alone. Let's say a simple prayer. Read after me, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and in my life and be my personal savior. Save me right now. Sanctify me right now. Fill me with your love and your power right now. I never want to be alone. I may be by myself, but I never want to be alone. I want you to be with me today and forever. I ask you this in Jesus' name. I accept you as my personal Savior. And I thank you 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, you could come back on next Sunday at 5.15 p.m. The service. Or you could come back on Wednesday night at 8.15 p.m. for our Bible study. Let me pray for y'all. Father, in Jesus' name, I you touch every liberal soul that's watching this television broadcast or however they're receiving this message today. Touch, heal, deliver, and make free. Break yokes in their life. Meet the needs in their lives. Encourage their heart to never be alone and trust in you. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, you can visit our website, the tabernacledeliverseinc.org, and you can leave a prayer request, uh, a testimony, or you can become a partner and help us with either it's on the TV and uh, the different ministries we had. You check the page, you'll see what we have going on. Until next Sunday, trust God, and you'll never be alone. God bless.